0: you very welcome to another edition of the race hour podcast we've been away for a few weeks over christmas our apologies for that really down to operational issues and uh, plenty of drinking and it's been a good christmas we've had some fantastic racing a uh, bit of a change up in the studio this afternoon i have to tell you we've got chris reed Din. we haven't heard him before. Chris, how are you? I'm well, Dean. How are you? Yeah, really good to have you on board. And derma Nolan is here again. How are you, Dean? Yeah, really well. Um, demo actually caught up with. Well, I guess you can call him a rising star, but he's a bit more than that now. Jack Kennedy, of course, having such a great time of it at Gordon Elliott's Yard, and that interview will be along a little bit later on. But what we normally do, and you'll be used to the format by now, is that we talk about some of the runners and the winners that we've just, well, witnessed over the last couple of weeks. It's been fantastic racing, lads. Let's kick off with Thistlecrack. We have to start there. He was unreal
1: in the King George. Uh, Dean, he's... He's the second coming of uh, okay, a Star, isn't he? I think anyway. I just think he's he's so special. He he's mental as well, which is great. You know, like I love a good mad bastard of a horse who just he jumps every fence crazy. He he's he'll land on one eventually, but he'll probably still probably still win. He, he can be re- remounted, but I he's just very very good. And um, I think the way he, he laughed at Q card two out really when Q card loomed up alongside him and he just pulled away again. Um, he's very special, him you don't see many horses
0: win a King George where the jockey is up in the irons and waving the whip around towards the finish. I was mightily impressed with him. I did expect him to do that, and we talked about that before yeah. on the podcast. And Chris, you
2: do feel he's got a mistake in him. Yeah, no, absolutely. Look, look, it's very hard to to put a dampener on anything that he does, but look, he's, 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 he's very impressive. Um, the price is about right for the Gold Cup, in my opinion uh like the big moment for me and i know dean mentioned it as well but when paddy brannan came upsides like he just literally just looked at him and just kicked on again um like the only issue that stands out is 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 the jumping um look he stood off one i know there's pictures going around twitter but he stood off one an absolute mile and he still landed very fairly clear of the fence so but look uh one of the nicest horses i think uh, of the last few years for me and look um If he stands up in the Gold Cup, he wins it. He's probably a good price at the moment. Can I ask you guys
0: what you think now Q-card connections might do? Because they left the Gold Cup behind with the fall uh, in last year's race. They've been put in their place by a stablemate here. Um, They're not the
2: same owners. They are the same trainer. Do they go for the big one? Um, I suppose the first thing I'd like to say about that is I was so impressed how the two of them went for the same race. Yeah. Um it doesn't in my opinion it doesn't happen often enough in race and it's just so good to see like I, I understand that the decision's probably not his arts, but um yeah. I was really so impressed to see the two of them going for the same race but um <laughs> I think one's uh, one standing out a little bit more than the other at the moment but look like uh, like Q Card ran a b- 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 big race in my opinion. Yeah. Um came over the last and probably looked like he was going to finish third or fourth uh, and absolutely stayed on thought it was very impressive his game is a line but um, yep. would you take
1: on crack again probably not but at the same time they've already won the Ryanair you know, I'd be happier finishing second in the Gold Cup than I will be winning the Ryanair anyway and at the age of 11 it, does he have the turn of foot now for a Ryanair even I don't think so so I would be going for the Gold Cup if I was him and old Tiz Eric can have his 1-2-3 uh, his yeah he could possibly get a one two three. I did
0: see a column on our host's uh, blog from BetBright Rich Richie saying that you should never be afraid of one in a big race so I'm signing with. I, I think Q Card has to go. Gold Cup, and you never know what will happen. It could be his big swan song, but Thistlecrack obviously set in a remarkable bar this season. Let's talk about another one that enhanced his festival claims. Yanworth.
1: Yeah, he's, uh, he was class. I thought. In, um, I just really liked the way. Oh, well, now you're
0: joining the party, <laughs> are
1: you? Well. In fairness, the first podcast, Dean, we disagreed, and I said the champion hurdle. Then I agree with you with the world hurdle, but I do. I just think he stays, um, which I know, Dean, will kill you because you're all over for the world hurdle, and that's all we've heard since about March. But the, um, but still, that. he's coming up that hill at the end. Um, to be a champion hurdle horse, Dean, uh, as you know, you have to be a two mile four horse. Uh, I think anyway. I, I think genuine two miles. You can maybe be caught out, the likes of Faheen, any power. They do stay a little bit more. That hill will catch you out. I think Yanworth, if he stoked up early enough, uh, you know, maybe three out. I think he really could just outstate him in a thing. Yeah, it's all
2: well, about what turns up. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's not easy to deal with, is he? No, um, I'm not sure he is. No like he's he's not he's not the most fluent. He uh, he likes to hit a few, but like it, to me, he looks a stayer. Um, and as Dean, or as Dermot was saying, uh, like I don't think they, 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 there'll be an issue getting up the hill. Like, But <laughs> look, there's a big question mark on what w- runs in that race, and not just that race, I suppose, a lot of other races in Cheltenham. But look, I'm very impressed with Yanworth as well, yeah. Yeah, I'm
0: very impressed with him. I think he's in the wrong race if uh, Forheen or Any Power turns up. I think he's in the right race if they don't, and that's. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Unfortunately, I think they're going champion, whatever happens. The so same with pretty so. much every horse, though, isn't it, Hmm. No, it's a special case for me, Damo. <laughs> um, he's in the he's in the wrong race.
1: Yeah, yeah. With <laughs> Jeski, you know what I mean, Harry. I do understand why. You, good luck, good
0: guys. luck, good luck to them though. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's talk about a couple of novice chasers who we, we've spoken about before. Min and Altior were both seen and both uh, winning. I thought Min had a much more difficult task on, and I was I was mightily impressed. He seems he oh, seems always tractable this season he's, he's hardier maybe and I think his first proper race was against Alteo he's had another one now
1: I about Min mean, how was that really though when I mean like Identity Thief crashed pretty much you know hit the second pulled up shortly afterwards the race was fairly much a penalty kick thereafter. I mean he jumped really well travelled really well but again in his whole career he's had one race really to my mind Identity Thief on paper it looked like a cracking race Identity Thief hit the second I'll forgive that. He was very sore the next day. Henry de Brom had said, um, I wouldn't be taking Min on again with him. But I still can't have Min beating Altior, Dean. I just can't have it. Mm. Um, I think Min has had one race ever. Now, probably, you can say the same with Altior. But what the two of them have done to this point, regardless of an injury, the suspensor injury, or whatever Min did, Altior has still done more. And um, I just think there's something about Altior that I just think he's very special.
2: Yeah, like... The race between the two of them. Hopefully, we get a race between the two of them, and which we should. Uh, like Min's, Min's a favourite of mine. Like like in my opinion, he looks a lovely chasing prospect. Like doesn't he? Um, he really does. Um, I would have loved to see Identity Thief run a race. Yeah. Um. We would have had, We would have known a lot more then. Um. He jumped lovely. Like like again. Ruby rides Town extremely well. Like he knows. If he's on a, a good horse, he just sits up the inside and he's taking lengths out of everything. He he rides it extremely well. But like I was very impressed with Min. Thought he finished off the race well as well. So looked like he was staying as well. Um. Regards to prices, I was looking at Altior. Altior is probably around four to six, eight to eleven, something like that. And Min's. 3-1, to 7-2, to two. Yeah. I think the price difference is too big in my opinion. I think they're closer than that. Um, and especially if he, if Min was to get the injury in last year's Supreme, if, if that was the case, then uh, was there seven lengths between them? There was. Um, well, I can't see seven lengths between them this time in my opinion, but um, I was talking to a few guys in the office this morning, and I suppose I asked them if, if I gave them a free bet, which which one would they have it on? Um, most of them going with Altior, but some of them with Min, and in my opinion, I'd, I'd, I'd have the money on Min.
0: Yeah, I find it difficult to disagree, and I'm a massive Altior fan, I just think last year Altior came in with the match practice, and I think it might be the reverse this time round, both very good, look forward to that, i so much. Um, we did touch upon the next horse I'm going to discuss, um, when we were talking about Thistlecrap, because Colin Tizard has such a grip on that Gold Cup, um, Native River, who in the Welsh National, people can dumb down a win in the Welsh National, but... I was mightily impressed
1: he's some grind he's got some engine it was off a massive weight Dean like like he couldn't have done more um, Demond went into the Gold Cup on the back of his Hennessy win um, off a big weight Nader River goes into this Gold Cup off the same way. if it's heavy ground he could potentially trouble Thistlecrack he just stays and stays and stays he jumps he's very simple to ride he's a very very good horse um, and I say Colin Tizzard, if you told him five years ago that he he would potentially have the three favourites going into a gold cup he'd have asked you were you smoking crack you know um, it really is one of those things I'm delighted for the yard Uh, Joe was on the podcast a few weeks ago and Nader River in any other year will be going into this race as being one of the real real fancies for he would the yeah, cup.
2: yeah like the Welsh National in my opinion is never an easy race to win and as Dermot said like off a massive weight as well very impressive um, I agree in the sense that it, it's second uh, your second favourite in the goal cup I think that's about right yeah. um, like I was talking to one of the guys about last night and like since he's had cheek pieces put on five runs ago he's not finished outside the top two and that's as that's as bad as I see him finishing in the goal cup
0: yeah, I, I'm tempted to agree. Uh, we have to give a quick nod to the Magurinator, Dave Magurin, who did say once native river. Yeah. On his previous race to that, Hennessy, of course. Has, that, um, he said he had to go for the Welsh National. He? <laughs> he wasn't even entered for the Welsh National then, so... Uh, Do you know what horse is interesting now? Yeah.
1: The Manila Rocco,
0: from all this form. Yeah, well, the form, the form stacks up, but then sometimes one horse goes and makes the form look amazing.
1: Yeah, but Noble Endeavour was... was coming to win that race well oh, sorry was coming to run a big race and, yeah. uh, and fell four out when he was past yeah fair enough Nader River he's franked it as well fair enough um, you've the likes of local show in there as well there's a lot of horses have come out of that and franked it not to the same degree obviously but uh, Manella Rocco well, he won't be winning a gold cup I can't imagine but if he was to show up at big odds um, I would be chancing in each way betting him ok Noble endeavour. you just mentioned obviously when he won the
0: uh the big race at Levis and Paddy Power Chase uh, and you were, uh, well, we should give you a little pat on the back.
1: You did, you
0: did tip the
1: horse. <laughs> don't I do it. You don't, it. don't give it to him. <laughs> I think you napped him, so let's I'm used on. to not getting praise from you, Dean, but yeah, no, I did. <laughs> I napped him for all over Christmas. Um, I'm absolutely mad about the horse. I actually napped him for the Cheltenham Festival last year. H- H- Jamie Codd was giving him a beautiful, quiet ride and he was coming to four out. He was making up the ground, very similar to uh, Cause of Causes and uh, just crashed out, really made a, an obviously mistake. It took him a while to come back afterwards, but he was a great fort in the tritown, and I thought Dean he won that with plenty in hand. Um, I have half a mind that this horse is a Grand National horse. Um, I really think he is. I think he's classy. I think the way the Grand National, the way most big handicaps are going now, um, you have to be better than just a handicapper now uh, to win these big races. And I think Noel Endeavour is one for the uh, for the Grand National if he goes for it.
2: Yeah, I, I, I think I agree as well I think you got a lovely ride by Davy Russell as oh, well um, really good like Leopardstown like it's it's not the easiest track to ride you can get caught uh, you can get caught in Leopardstown around that final bend uh, and I think Davy Russell just slipped them up the, up the inside about two out and there was only one winner to race from there I'm very impressed with Northern ever as well yeah
0: you said you can get caught around Leperstown. One guy I thought got caught out was in, was in the Lexus, and that was Ruby Walsh aboard Jack Adam. Now, there's a little bit of pocket talk here, but I think if they'd have made plenty of use about him, he would have gone very close to winning the race, if not uh, winning it and beating Outlander. And then we're going to talk about Outlander with Jack Kennedy, or Demo is, a little bit later on when we have Jack on line. But that Lexus, maybe no stars in it. I thought Jack Adam left the race behind,
1: though. I thought that, that might be harsh on Ruby I thought he'd clearly shown he's not a horse that actually takes a lot of racing is he um and he was that he was backing up pretty quickly but you know and was, Ruby I said afterwards like Ruby was on RT before the race and he said about three or four times that um he couldn't have make he kept trying to make the point that Jack Adam didn't usually take this you know as quick a racing after a race and he was worried about it and um I thought I think he rode him like he was
0: worried about it because yeah. if he'd have put the gun to the head too out I, I agree.
1: I don't ever understand why Jack Adam doesn't go from the front a bit more. Um, all he ever seems to do is stay and stay and stay. Um, but again, uh, I don't know if he's that good. To be honest with you, I just think he's um, he's ran second in two Gold Cups now. He's a cracking horse. But I've said it and I'll say it before and I'll say it again. I think there's only a certain amount of years that horses uh, can compete at the top level, being the Gold Cup. I think it kills them. Uh, I think Don Cossack has shown that again. The last seven Gold Cup winners team haven't been right there afterwards. And um I just think Jack Adam, yeah, he's very young, but sometimes when they start younger, they finish younger.
2: Yeah. Where would you run him, guys? Where would you run him? I, don't
0: I, know. I, I would run him in I would run him in the Gold Cup for yeah, the same reason, the reason Club that Club. I think Q Card should run in the Gold Cup is that you've got a favourite who obviously is a standout but he's still gotta go and do it in a gold cup and one mistake can make all the difference the other reason I think they should run him in the Gold Cup is that he's got got a crack and break now he doesn't have to go for the Bright race at Cheltenham because they got this run into him this time round so I think they will get the full prep there should be no issues with him he doesn't have to go off the back of a fall. you know this could be his last chance I think after that it's done
1: yeah yeah 100% look lovely horse Uh, you have to um, he's the heart of an absolute lion but um, yeah I wouldn't be backing him for a Gold Cup even each way
0: now, we were talking about a, a, um, a horse losing in the Richie Colours there weren't many of them over Christmas um, I think he said Did they so have about, 10 in a row it more like about 17 out of 22 I think went in That's uh, a nice uh, Yeah, <laughs> it's not bad it's not bad at all um, we, sh- we should give Duvan a mention I mean he's just going to go and keep doing what he's doing and it's all roads lead to the Queen Mum but um, he was the pinnacle perhaps so a few of the younger ones like the Poem and uh, Benny de Du look very impressive any of you pick out that other than Duvan, perhaps that maybe we should uh, be thinking of festival targets.
1: Yeah, I don't know why I'm talking about Duvan really at the moment. But he's he's just, um, he's just he's just brilliant. but <laughs> Bapone uh, was very, very good. Um, really, really, really good. Uh, I don't know where he'd go. Neptune maybe. Um, if they were to go down that road with him, he's brilliant. Uh, it's hard to know really at the moment anyway, with the Willie Mullins novices, they don't seem to be the best bunch they've ever had. Um and especially here in Ireland as well, we really don't seem to have much coming out. Um for the novice hurdles so
2: I don't know what to make of them but
1: uh, visually at least uh, Bapone was the one for me to take
2: out okay yeah I've not much to add there Um like the, watching all the racing over Christmas like the Richie was he was knocking him in um, very impressive like I, they're latecomers. we know they're latecomers and uh, they're always going to have a, a good Christmas period um, we, we don't usually see them this time of the year but again like I think I'm on Dermot's side uh, maybe your side as well in the sense that there's not many novices hanging about that you'd you'd be getting too excited about um, so it's looking like it might be a year for, for the UK for the Bright Cup anyway But yeah. and especially with some of the big races as well but yeah um, yeah no look just just I suppose uh, as Dermot said there's no real point talking about Duvin, but uh, Christ how impressive is he like you know um, <laughs> my God. Um but uh, like I was reading the 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 he blog. You'd win with well. you on Chris, would he? Yeah, he'd win with me on. I don't <laughs> know whether he carry my fifteen or sixteenth <laughs> owner now, but um, but um, so impressed. Like and and like again, reading the blog that 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 um, on the BetBright site with, with with um with Ritchie, Like they want to look after this horse, and they're right. So like I I was piping up a couple of weeks ago as I run him in the King George. You know he's he's a young horse. Like so. Uh, he goes to the Queen Mum, won- wins that pulling hard in my opinion this year, and then I suppose all roads then would lead towards King George in December. Oh, could you imagine back t- like um, against Duvan Like it just oh, yeah, that, that's that, that, cool. that, that that Oh that, my god! The, 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 like, could you imagine the two of them together? Like, um, I, I i actually, I don't know, I don't know whether I could could pick a winner, but like, I, I I'm massive fan of Duvan like, and I think like. I don't know. I just uh, the Queen Mother is. Uh, it's finished for me. Like yeah, it's finished. So <laughs> uh, oh, it's, it's, it's not a race. But the good thing about that is that there's only kind of one race, though, isn't there? In Cheltenham, uh, well, maybe that and maybe the Gold Cup. That you could say there are two horses uh, with Thistlecrack that are going to win. But other than that, it's
0: wide open this year, isn't I've it? I've asked a few people to pick three bankers for Cheltenham. They stop at two. Yep, two, two for me. Two.
1: Just so I can do it then, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: They but that's good.
1: Two. Like uh, it's really good. Orchela, I suppose maybe. Uh, geez, JLTD. A,
0: what no definitely not
1: why no, not that he won't
0: win he's no banker <laughs> he's a banker oh my word who beats him uh. <laughs> who about right there who right there is the only one that can beat him you're really nailing colours early to a, to a horse in the raceway I'm not sure I think double O runs today that'll be a runner in there American Tom dirtied his bib York the, Hill beats them all weekend. yep beats uh. him too <laughs> yeah I'm not so you've named three bankers now I'm going to nail you yeah. that's it York kill. alright fair enough please don't nail me Uh, we didn't talk about Chris's favourite horse that's Disco who ran in the Fort Leany and it was won by Jess Carrington, winning with our Duke Coney Island in second Martello Tower in fourth place I was before I look back at that race I was tempted to write it off as in there's no superstar in there but I know you think the third is
1: good (laughs) (laughs) I leave leave Chris have his wax lyrical statement in a second I couldn't believe on Twitter after the race when I saw a amount of people dismissing it I just was one of them. I I did, I didn't do it vocally, but
0: I was one of them who just went. Eh. It
1: was ridiculous. You had an Alva Barclay winner in Fort. You had um, Arju who, who's always looked like he was going to make a really good chaser. He, he was really impressive. Yeah. Um, Coney Island is already a Group One winner, and then you had uh, a Grade One winner. Sorry, and then you had uh, Hadisco. In turn, and Chris, on that note, you can take it
2: away. <laughs> yeah, no, look, I, I, I suppose I, I get this grow or love for a horse every now and again, and I suppose that one for me is is this colt. I'm a big fan of this horse, like like he's made a good few mistakes. Like he had a year out as well with injury. um and I was thinking, if he didn't run so impressively there over Christmas, then it might have been game over for me. But like, we can absolutely, I like, I think that race is better than everybody's given it credit for. Uh, and I can, I absolutely think that he can, he can, he can push it in Group Ones now. Uh, like he does, make a blunder too. Uh, he cuts them out. I think he's good for me, and it looks like an RSA horse for me.
1: 100. But how how people can say that Bells Hill How people can actually say Bells Hill form is quite strong in in chases, chases, chases.
0: In chases, yeah.
1: Yeah, how they can say that and then crib our Duke for winning that race, I just, it makes no sense at all. That's just pure and utter uh, confirmation bias just because people like Willie Mullins and Bells Hill. Um, I can't decide whether Bells Hill just always needed a trip or whether he hates Cheltenham. Um, and I just think our Duke and, and Disco, as as Chris has mentioned about 500 times um, will, will, the, will go very very close I'm going yeah.
0: to ask a question
1: the, the RSA winner
0: I think was in that field but do you know which one it was?
1: Uh, knowing you he would have finished about oh Alfred oboe. Thank you. <laughs> of
2: course. We know Dean likes this one, yeah? Dean took on Tizzlecrack last year with Alfred oboe. Okay, okay. We've seen how well that went anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Depends what price you got on and how you backed
1: him. That's true as well, yeah? yeah. Oh, sorry, you did back without. Yeah, Yeah. Sorry, yeah. apologies, um,
0: apologies. Yeah, unfortunately he bled for Mouse, and, uh, okay. but up to the point where it went wrong underneath uh, Cooper. Um, I've
1: wrong, though. I've a rule about not backing horses that... Lead Odin. Stick what? to that rule. Yeah, but what's your take on that? Like
0: well it's Mouse Morris, so if he if he lines up um it'd right, yeah, he, yeah. be it'd be class act. If it was a different trainer, I might consider that differently. I think Bell's Hill's the right favourite for the RSA, but I'm I'll be all over Alpha if he turns up on the day. Unfortunately, he's had that problem, so we don't know. And I don't think you can crib it too much. I, I wanted to, but I don't think I can. I think the race was a decent race and we never know. You might get your day with disco, Chris. You might. You well might. hopefully. Um,
2: might. I look forward to like it's not that often I look forward to an RSA but I'm, I'm very much looking forward to the RSA this year
0: I've got a couple of other ones I want to talk to and I know this is an extended kind of run through but we did we did see some fantastic racing over Christmas and a bit of pecking order sorted out I might throw Finian's Oscar at you both
1: Finian's Oscar was brilliant uh, Nell Talworth that was a bad bad race yeah no but he outclassed him he did all he could possibly do um, I was actually chatting to Noel Hayes about this as well, and he made a very good point. The Toward really hasn't thrown up many horses, you know. York Hill being one of the only great, great one winners in a few years from it. Um, but again, he did it very, very well. He was brilliant. Five to one for Neptune. Dean seems tight enough, doesn't it? What beats it? I don't know, but I'm just saying five to one at the moment for Do you Neptune. Know, After winning
0: two races like that, if he was mine, I would be going Supreme. Supreme is muck at this point, so I'd be training him for a Supreme and go for the Neptune if some superstar turns up because the way he took five or six lengths out of the field on his third run he looks almost like an unfurnished baby
1: I'd be going Supreme and I wonder what would go around the bend I really love him but it's just it's, it's hard to know at the moment with the novices, really, isn't it?
2: Just that the the, the the prize money in that Hallworth was is really bad, wasn't it?
1: Mark twenty five grand to
0: winner, was it? Potentially, why it doesn't throw up too many yes, yeah, I, because I, they I understand that as well. But, yeah,
2: um, like just on the on the supreme as well. Like to, uh, uh, looking through the field before I came in here with you guys, and yeah, there's not much, is there? I suppose we've seen that, like uh, Jenkins probably. Uh, I was I was a big fan of before Christmas, and my God, did he have a bad run, didn't he? Um, uh, he yeah. just can't jump. Um, no, he, he jumps really like can't. a weightlifter. He really does. Yeah, <laughs> like he, he, he has this. Sp- yeah. he, he obviously has the speed. We, 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 I think we know he has the speed, but he just hits everything, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Um, he does. He g- looks like an idiot. Of horse. Yeah, they he need, a, pen- like an they need a penalty
0: kick, race to get into him before he turns up the festival. And, and even then, yeah, but even then, I agree. I agree. He seems quite
3: then.
1: highly strong too, doesn't well, he? he doesn't crack
0: Mo might come out and win and that would probably put him somewhere near the top Eddie Beach has done nothing wrong sits in the bank Tramellon's still 16 to 1 and nobody knows if the horse is even real yeah, yeah. I heard I heard somewhere I can't remember it was say it was, he's on a shelf in a supermarket
2: <laughs> like <there's, laughs> uh, one, of the, one of the one of the companies has got an on-runner no bet uh, on the Supreme and I went through the field they're trying to find a bet nothing I, I would not back a single horse on that uh, like some of the favourites like the short prices we've never we've never Moon even, racer. Moon we've the never even seen everything. them well, Moon Racer yeah because he missed yeah. that year
0: it seems like it's what's going on there it's hard, to, it's hard to fathom I'm not sure the form is that strong either if you're going to have I bet know, sure. not to that yeah. Finian's Oscar at 14 if he turns up it's probably the pick at the moment isn't it yeah if he turns up he's not 14s or whatever price there it looks like the Net- didn't Tom O'Brien say he Neptune. talked Neptune, Neptune, Didn't he did say it straight after but I think that might change when they see what lines up there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's a fair point. You know, they've got they've got a horse that is unbeaten, can only improve. Supreme, yeah. I'd, I'd, it's open. I'm not sure. I would draw a line on the Jenkins or through him, unless uh, unless we see him do something easy between now and the festival, which we might. Any others you want to pick out from Christmas period that we didn't talk about?
1: Mike Bice was running a blind oh, yeah, until there until Daryl Jacob decided he wanted to throw him over a fence for some reason and uh, <laughs> came asunder it was one of the worst ideas I've ever seen in my life just leave him pop it but he took Lenz out of that field very very well very impressive horse and uh, again that RSA is actually looking like a really nicely competitive race isn't it yeah yeah might
0: bite is uh, one that got away isn't it and I think Henderson said before he was running in he does a blog and uh, said the only horse that can beat Mike bite is Mike bite and he did and he did exactly that s- yeah. strong words there <laughs> well it just shows you the regard he has him in mean, because they, they, yeah, I know there was plenty of money around for him and lots of people criticising the jockey but they might be getting that back
2: yeah I would think so um, watched the race as well only a couple of days ago and uh, yeah look very impressive and I think, you know, I think Dermot's right about Jacob what he done with him but uh, yeah Dean you're right they, 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 it looks like they'll get their money back in that one he might bite back. And um, We're going
0: to have Jack Kennedy on with a demo that's coming up next. You listen to the race, of course, here hosted by our friends at BetBright. Um, so that's coming up next. Introducing Genius, BetBright's newest product that allows you to choose your bets. Genius will give you the ability to select from trends like winner last time out, course winners, distance winners, and many, many more. When you're done narrowing the field with Genius, you'll know exactly what you fancy. Genius by BetBright simply smart at betting
1: hi and welcome back to the race hour podcast um i'm thrilled to be joined on the line by the man of the hour and fellow carryman jack kennedy uh who's had some three or so weeks and jack how are you thank you it's been some three weeks you've had debt duty outlander it really has been an outstanding few weeks for you jack
3: yeah it has It's been great um it's all down to to garden and my agent, Kieran O'Toole, does a great job, and I'm also very grateful to the O'Learys for all the opportunities. They've been they've been
1: very good to me. We're all thrilled to see you doing so well. And just Jack, to start off with the uh, with the Lexus chase, for all intents and purposes, it seemed that you just dropped in two fences out. Uh, the whole the whole race couldn't have went better for you. He must have given you some feel, and as well as that, the sky must be the limit for him now.
3: Yeah, um I was very happy with the way he jumped and travelled. I passed away early on him. um he didn't miss the the whole way and I think it was the middle one down the back. I just gave him a squeeze and he, he came from the wings and I knew then I was going fairly well and um turned into the straight and I was I was banged there with a the chance so I was I was delighted and he kind of the way to the line.
1: Uh, what part in the race do you actually think to yourself? Oh God, I could actually win this was it at that that fence when he took off
3: Yeah, well, I was kind of I was happy enough, but then Just just going to the second last he winged that as well And I knew after landing at, at the back of the, the second last and I Landed there with a live chance. I knew then I, I, I had a fair chance to win
1: it really was some ride. And just from the whole point of view as well, Jack, just for the Gold Cup going forward, um, there's no reason he won't stay three mile two, is there?
3: No, he gallops all the way to the line in the Lexus, and I'd say I'd say um, the the trip shouldn't be a problem for him. Yeah, because He's very,
1: a lot of people seem to have that real misconception on the um, on Leperstown that it's a flat track because it's a fair old hill at the end there as well.
3: It is, yeah. Um, just when you land at the back of the last, it's. It, it, there's a bit of a a little bit of a hill so it's kind of a, a stiff finish so um yeah he's done it well anyway
1: that's absolutely fantastic and then just last week then obviously Jack as well with the Lawlers Hotel Novice Hurdle with debt duty a lot of people afterwards seemed to have the impression that Augusta Kate was coming to win the race I thought debt was always doing enough um he gave you a great feel as well Jack
3: yeah he did um just went very steady early on and he, he went he went to sleep a bit on me um Obviously, his his stamina is is a strong point. He, he stays very well for the race. Come to suit him. Um, I thought I was just getting into full flight, going to the last set, and I I I felt I probably would have held her off. But sure, it's suppose we we'll, we'll never know now. But um, that was my opinion on it anyway.
1: Okay, oh of course that's the most important opinion as well, Jack. Yeah. But the um, what was it the uh, what he's um, would you say? two mile four shouldn't be too much of a problem but he definitely say three miles as well
3: yeah definitely um, uh, obviously he didn't show it the last day but from watching him he seems to have a very high cruising speed but I I think his stamina is is, is um, his, his best asset uh, he seems to stay very well so three miles shouldn't be a problem for him
1: he's not slow either because he hasn't really got the chance to show that yet because a lot of his performances as you said has been him kind of toughing it out, more so out of yeah. a, a lack of early pace than anything else with him, but yeah. um, he's definitely not slow though, Jack.
3: No, he's definitely not slow, just even the race the last day was wasn't really around to suit him, um, we went very steady, and even he picked up, picked up going to the second last and, and showed a good turn of foot, so he, he's definitely not slow.
1: That's a yeah, no, it's been some few weeks, and we Dolly Murphy on the podcast a while ago. Jack, you obviously know as well from the yard, and he was saying yeah. how much of an integral part of the team you are, and just how um, how how hard you work. It's been a dream yard, Jack, to start off, and for any young jockey, really, and that, that they really do believe in everything you're doing, and as well as that, yeah. it's just it seems very fair, and it's just it's a dream place to be at the moment, Jack.
3: Yeah, it's great. Garden, Garden's very fair. He he gives everyone a chance, so. I was lucky enough to get my chance, and uh, it's all going well so far, And
1: That's absolutely brilliant, Jack, and please God, it keeps going. And if we can, Jack, as well, just a few over Christmas, because we can't forget as well that you had a great few days up at Limerick. Um, the one horse that a lot of people on Race Hour, which is which is what this show is, and it's on Twitter, Denario de yeah. Zobo, um, she was very impressive. Now, the race mightn't have been the strongest, maybe, Jack, but you still can't take away what she did, and she did it very easily, didn't she?
3: She did, um... I suppose as they say you can only beat what's put in front of you and, and that's what she done and she done it in, in fairly good fashion so she looks to be an exciting one going forward and
1: yeah because even I see she's quoted now for such races like the uh, Triumph etc and it's kind of exciting with these horses because they literally could be anything
3: yeah that's it um, she hasn't done anything I know she's only had, had one run but she, she done nothing wrong that day um, she looked very impressive and and she gave me a good feel so I, I I like her and I I think she's one to look forward to. And as well as that then we
1: were asked to ask about uh Diamond King who uh, things just didn't quite go as to planned with him down at Limerick against Bells Hill. But um he'd probably he'd improve Jack for a better round I'd assume.
3: Yeah, he will. Um the ground was was fairly testing down in Limerick and that just wouldn't suit him. He he wants a lot better ground than that and even still he didn't disgrace himself in Limerick considering the way the ground was I was fairly happy with him, I thought he ran well so um, with a bit of nicer ground I'd say you should see a different horse
1: Absolutely brilliant yeah because I mean that performance last year in the Coral Cup really was uh, of the very top order um, Just a few going forward uh, Jury Duty was a horse that uh, you rode brilliantly that day at Navan of the famous 5 timer he's, um, he's very smart, he goes to Warwick and um, Jack he still, he still might have scope of 141.
3: Yeah, he would. Um, he's a very progressive horse. He, he hasn't done anything wrong so far. So um, I don't see why he shouldn't win off, off that mark. But um, we'll, we'll see in the next few We'll days. see in the next while, that's right, yeah. Because
1: he, he goes to work on Saturday maybe and then hopefully uh, he qualifies for the attempts. So it could be quite yeah. an exciting time ahead for him. And as well as that then, Jack, Jack, um, DeSoto County's one as well that we saw in the Coral Dolly hurdle, as well as Mick Jazz. Now I know there are only entries now, so don't worry, I won't be uh, yeah. pressing you too much for that. But DeSoto County has been called a few names, but on his day he could easily pick up one of these races, couldn't he?
3: He could, he has plenty of abilities he's probably a bit of a rogue alright, but on a on a good day, um he, he's a very smart horse, so um if he's on a going day he should he should put up a good report performance.
1: Because he really wasn't far away in that race last year, he was just unlucky that the brakes didn't really come for the two of you at the right yeah. times really.
3: Yeah, I probably, probably wasn't one of my, uh, my finest moments either, <laughs> but uh, no, he, he he seemed to finish out his race very well that day, he was just a bit unlucky and running, so he, he, he ran a nice race. That, that was guess. it, sure,
1: you, you roll for luck and if you don't get luck that's that's the way it works out unfortunately isn't it? And um, Another horse as well that, that I've been watching out for since he arrived at the um, at Gordon's Yard from Harry Fry. I know Dean, who hosts this show, is mad about him as well. He's entered as well, Mick Jazz. He was somewhat unlucky as well. He was hampered quite a lot in that third finish the last day at, uh, at Ferry House, wasn't he?
3: Ferry House, yeah. Again, probably not one of my <laughs> finest moments. But um, <laughs> he, he he ran a nice race. He was very unlucky. I, I was forced wide up the straight and then camped or fell at the last. And and I just he just kind of had to sidestep him which didn't help but again he finished out his race very strongly and should make a good account of himself as well
1: It's hard as well Jack because I, I think some of these horses can make uh, can make jockeys look like fools at times because uh, riding for luck is never easy anyway really is it?
3: No it's not, um, you need plenty of luck and we didn't have it that day so
1: big ones on that day but they just need quite a bit of luck and the other yeah. one then that we were looking at Upstairs as well was um, Shattered Love, who um, who could go into Moscow Flyer novice hurdle on Saturday. Now she's entered along with the likes of Hardline, Run for Dave, and Barra. But um, she's potentially very smart. because She was very impressive the last time at a Jack. check.
3: Yeah, she was. She was very good at turlis. Um Waley's horse fell at the third last, so I suppose again we probably don't know how it would have worked out, but. I was still fairly happy on her that day going to the third last. I was still travelling away, and she done, she done nothing wrong, but it would have been interesting to see Willie's horse stand up and see how he would have, would have fared out then, but she's she's a very smart horse.
1: Good God, she is, Jack, and it's a very exciting part of the year. Now, I know Brian Cooper's injured, so you, you'll be coming in for quite a few big rides, and we'll tell them around the horizon, so I assume Jack is just hoping now for more of the same, really, over the next few months.
3: Yeah, with a bit of luck. It's um, fairly unfortunate for Brian, but I'm I'm delighted to be able to to fill in. So hopefully I'm trying trying to get on as many of them as I can anyway.
1: I've got a course, Jack, and you You've been really excelling as well when you have got the chance. And hopefully, poor old Brian, who isn't getting quite a lot of luck lately with injuries the last few years. So hopefully now this is the last of it for him because uh, he's had a bad run of it, hasn't
3: he? Yeah, he has. he um, has been fairly unfortunate now this year with his his arm and his, uh, his lung and, and now the pelvis. It's been a bad run for him, but... Oh, hopefully now it, 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 it comes in it trees, is. hopefully, that'll
1: be it for him, please God. <laughs> the, uh, and as well as that, Jack, just so we can finish off on it as well, because it was both a sad and a happy day for the yard with um, Don Cossack retiring, but he retires in in one piece. Did you ever sit him at, at home, Jack?
3: Yeah, I sat in him once at home. Um, that was brilliant. He's he's a lovely horse and he's a, a pleasure to deal with so it was a, a privilege to ride him at
1: home and yeah and yeah I mean Jack just acted a Gold cup performance was something of dreams I mean Gordon was always mad about him and uh, whilst he's a big loss he, he still leaves a great imprint behind that that's the kind of horse now that, that Gordon will be looking for again with hopefully you on board Jack
3: hopefully with a bit of luck <laughs>
1: that's it exactly and Jack listen to me thanks very much Jack it's been a pleasure having thanks. you and the best of luck with everything going forward
3: thanks very
1: much cheers Jack
0: Thank you. Yeah. Hey, welcome back to the Race Hour podcast, of course, hosted by our friends at Betbreak. That was Jack Kennedy talking to Dermot. And Dermot, is a cracking young lad, isn't he?
1: He is, and he's a gentleman. He always was. Uh, he's from a really nice family. Um, his mother, like, used to pick him up and drive him down to different yards. I remember reading in the Irish Times, you know, she'd drive down from Tingle and pick him up. To bring he doesn't him to drive bologers.
0: now, does he? still doesn't drive. It's a big clip. clip.
1: He'll be sorted soon. Uh, you know, he's he's 17 now, so it's not the easiest way to get your full licence at out. How does 17? he have enough time
0: to learn, anyway? I don't think he ever gets off the back of a horse.
1: No, and, you know, he, but he's he's very serious about what he does, but he's also just, he's a gentleman. Uh, uh, his family, his brother Paddy is and and they all are, and um, he's set for the very very top deal.
2: No question. It's the best way of learning
1: though lads isn't it? Being yeah.
0: on the back of horses all the time?
1: <laughs> it's not bad. You no, know I, miss,
0: I miss my calling in life. There's not many horses around me in North London I have to say.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> no there wasn't many by him either I mean like yeah. an article I wrote before with him, um, Jack's not from a racing family at all mm. like his father just, just, just him and Paddy, Paddy bought a few, the older brother bought a few and the father just trained him for him, like you know just a normal guy who just did it for him. the. End of the, window, the Dingle Derby, which is the gold couple of the flapping. Yeah. And um, a lovely story. Like like they wouldn't have had many links. They wouldn't have had many people at their back. You know, the yep. David Granville and these people buying the horses. But um, he wouldn't have had any big contacts or wealthy uncles. And it's just nice to see that the Jack and his Oliver Paddy are both doing very well for themselves.
0: Yeah, I like Paddy as a jockey as well. I remember him when on Jetson. I think he's a, I think he's a bit underrated, and now well, he's in the shadow of his brother. But his brother. It's not a bad shadow. Like I think there's
1: a lot of people who'll be under Jack's shadow for. I think, years
0: just, I think they're just two talented boys um, well now you were talking about Don Cossack there at the end and sadly they've decided that there is no comeback this term the Gold Cup winner bows out on a high really because the last time we saw him was romping away and what a race that was and um, I think Dermo is one of your favourite horses of all time is he?
1: He probably is my favourite horse of all time he's, he's my screensaver on my PC he's my screensaver on my phone posters uh, on the bedroom wall I was saying for, <laughs> I was saying for years I remember the Ryanair last year and I um, I was very keen on him. I napped him, obviously, and was absolutely all over him. And I remember leaving the race, obviously disappointed in my bed at loss, but knowing this was a special horse. You know, Brian Cooper had made an absolute horlicks of a ride on him. Incredible. um He really did everything wrong. Um, hassled him after he made a mistake. Don Cossack always had one mistake in him. That's that's just the way he was. It's probably why I loved him so much. And he pushed him in... Th- in defences and he just ended up making more mistakes but he stayed on in the third like a Gold Cup horse and I remember saying on Twitter and I got absolutely slammed for it and I said this horse wins a Gold Cup he was 23 to 1 I didn't back him at that price of course but myself and David and a friend of ours they, uh, Dean we went to Punchestown uh, for Punchdown Gold Cup and we were all over him at 5-2 that day and he just outclassed Jack Adam and rode to riches and everyone kept giving the excuses that um, oh you know, the two lads had a hard race in the gold cup he'd also went to Aintree and beat card by 30 something lengths as well Don Cossack did that was I think his best performance yeah the uh, AP McCoy. and it was actually AP McCoy's best um, for racing post ratings wise that was his his best performance on yeah. a chaser ever yeah uh, Don Cossack slammed him he was such a special horse and I'm thrilled he got the gold cup win I'm also delighted Dean that he gets out in one piece you know that's um, yeah, a big thing and um, Gordon loved him Gordon said from his first bumper run that he was the best horse he ever had he's been proven right and I'm uh, I'm delighted and I'll always absolutely adored on Costa. Like he was absolute. P- Dean he was beautiful to look at as well like he was a real stunning stunning horse he was a handsome oh, handsome a h- devil handsome devil yeah. and um, he's yeah he probably will always be my, my f- favourite horse of all time
2: yeah, I don't know what it's like in, in the UK at the moment where regards to Don Cossack but like the, all the there's so much in the Irish news there and so much on Twitter, like with songs made up about him and everything. Um but I suppose the biggest thing for me was like as Thurman just said, he 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 got out in one piece. What a seriously impressive horse. And what a like a good gold cup last year as well. Like, we don't know how good it was with Q card falling, but like he looked the winner all out to me, so um look, very nice horse, beautiful looking horse as well, like. And uh, I'm glad he'll get a nice retirement now at a uh, at a young age. Yeah. yeah,
0: I'm delighted he doesn't come back and flop. like
1: that Or run in 100 chasers. or something. That would be <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Rob, great Send him to Down Royal again. <laughs>
0: great. <laughs> great vindication for Gordon Elliott as well. They always mm. thought he was the monster that he was, and he ended up being that. So, yeah, I think, I think that's fantastic. Two topics I might tackle you with before we do some of the weekend's racing. Uh, the Kempton closure which I'm devastated about and I don't really care about whether it makes financial sense or not and I might be wrong but you can't get rid of Kempton and they propose that they are
1: Yeah, um, look uh, I'm not going to be popular on race hour because I'll ask this question next Sunday um, and they'll all know my opinion now it, it Look, I, I, I suppose I've never been to Kempton um, I understand the history as well as that it's a massive loss in that it was a proper three-mile test, it was probably the only really proper, proper three-mile test in, like, do you know, it in gave, the UK. Gay that only got two, six a chance to sure, win like, three miles. And oh, even Conti, sure. Yeah. Where would Conti have been, really, uh, without Kempton? Kempton yeah. Um But what again, Desi Pendle I just think there's bigger issues in racing in England. I think the Jockey Club, as um, Alistair Down wrote a fantastic article on it where he said, like they need money, they need it. Uh, the North is falling apart. Uh, northern racing is on its knees you know you see keith Reevley retired during the week and um, you've all northern Irish, all northern trainers like the um the roonies all their horses are down south now um and the jockey club if they do this properly and manage it properly yes kempton is a huge loss and yes it's um so historic and there's a hundred something years of racing there but um there's bigger issues in racing and if they manage this money correctly the north needs to be fixed up there's an awful lot that it really needs to be done, and um, if they can sort all, all of that out from selling Kempton, I think it's a small price to play. Dean,
3: to oh,
0: it's a huge price to pay. than that, Chris.
2: Yeah, like the biggest worry for, out of this for me is what happens next. So it it'll be fine if it's the case. Look, look, I I mean, big big massive loss. Yeah, I I i think I'm more on on Dean's side here. Like it's a big loss. Um, but do you trust these guys to manage the money correctly? I'm, I'm not so sure and it, the problem for me would be if it happens again somewhere else like where are we going to have the King George Sandown? Yeah, uh, like apparently. that's it's a different race, guys. Uh, it's it's an, a, it's an absolutely different race. Um, the, the big worry for me is just if 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 it, if it happens again somewhere else. Uh, like we were discussing in the office there the other day about, Jordan, about, Leopardstown. about Leopardstown. Like Leopardstown's only uh, a couple of kilometers from us here, but like the, the situation in Dublin is is probably similar. Like the, nobody has anywhere to live here at the moment. Uh, they need to build houses and they need to build them very quick. What size checks someone have to write to get lepers down? Oh, it's billions! It's (laughs) absolutely—they get two or three thousand. thousand, They get two or three thousand houses uh, and any amount of apartments in there. Um, I, like I was speaking to my boss and all his as well, and uh, he, he was he was asking on Twitter, but like it's any money, like it, it's bad for racing Let's put it that way. I, I it is really bad for racing to see anywhere close. But um, I, I'm I'm disappointed in Kempton and I just the King George is completely different for me now. And in Sandown, it's a different race. It's
1: business open. I mean, like as I said, like there was only what was it four times last year, that more than five thousand people went to Kempton yeah. Like, like you put can't run a business on. off that. Like, just put better racing on. Yeah, like but yeah, lot. but like the the problem in the UK isn't uh, put better racing on is that they they they've, they've so much they like they need to sort out their fixture list over there. Like, there's, there's just a ridiculous amount of racing that's, on. That's that's the issue for me. Fixture list. And they're drowning it out. Nonsense. I wouldn't even replace Kempton's all weather. To be honest, I, I don't know they're, why they're putting yeah. a new market all weather track in. Why bother? Like, there's 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 three of them now. Newcastle is a fantastic um, all-weather track. It is my favourite. And, you know, Chelmsford and Linkfield, why bother? Like, there's there's too much racing, there's too much muck racing on. And I understand the big fear with Sandown is the over-racing angle, but aren't they gonna take away the other meetings from them then, some of the other meetings, and even distribute them out? So, it's, yes, it's very sad. Yes, it's a big loss to the calendar, but life goes on
2: for a, for a, like a degenerate like me that would back anything um, i suppose I, I never like losing evening meetings especially once in Kenton. Uh, when you're looking at prices at half seven the the the, the evening before and yeah. and, the, and the morning after yeah. you, there's always yeah. a gamble there so i i think i'd more look at it from from a betting point of view uh, and i think it's i think it's a bad one to lose to be honest uh, yeah i'm good and
0: i think there's four years for it to be changed so i'm hoping that might happen um, i want to throw itv racing at you because i thought the second um, edition of itv racing which was on itv4 was very very good i enjoyed watching it i think anyone who was the only half interested in racing would have really enjoyed watching it my issue is that i'm not sure to taking it seriously how can you have kindergarten cop on ITV1, <laughs> when there's racing gone on, on ITV4. You're they've right. got live sport, You're they've right. spent a fortune on it, and they stuck Arnold Schwarzenegger on the main channel. I can't. I'm struggling with that. I
2: completely agree. Yeah, you're not you're you're, you're not wrong, Dean. Um, I, suppo- I I think they're doing a really good job, by the way. Um, I do. The they're, morning they're line they're show was fantastic. Yeah, it was, was good. It's brilliant. It's a bit late. That's the only thing for me. It's on a bit a bit late in the morning when people are if they they're probably travelling and doing stuff. It was always nice yeah, to get on lost a bit the earlier. The chunk of audience morning, that so.
0: were going, I think, either racing or we out yeah, and about but after that. But they're,
2: they're trying to bring racing to the wider public. Yeah, um, and that's never a bad thing. Um, I suppose you could, I could see some people on Twitter giving out about them dumbing it down and stuff. But these people are kind of people that I have been watching it that. fifteen or twenty years. I don't mind that no, at all. Um, there's really a in horse
1: racing as well. They don't want more people. You know, that they they kind of love the fact that um, it's their sport. It's kind their of thing.
2: sport. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like there's, no, there's no place for them. you need to forget about them yeah. because no racing them. needs to get to a bigger audience. You know, it's okay. good. Ed Chamberlain's good as well. I really like him. Um, well, Why is, is it not on
0: ITV when they have nothing else on but a rerun movie?
2: It's a question you need to ask them, Dean. Like. Sitting here, in, from our perspective, obviously we think it should be on ITV One. But again, as we were talking about Kempton like there's there's business decisions in there as well. So, um, if it doesn't make sense to show it on 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 ITV One, then.
1: Uh, I don't understand if there was athletics or something on, but uh, kindergarten
2: <laughs> cop, <laughs> uh, I, I, I put on kindergarten cap ahead of athletics to be honest. But, um, Demo, loves the long jump. Yeah, he loves the long jump. Yeah, yeah,
0: mad long about the long jump, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Okay,
0: well, look, I, I think hats off to them. I think so far the, the job they're doing with it is the right way to go about. it right. I like the coverage. But
1: let's get on. And Matt Chapman taking on the bookies on course was just outstanding. Yeah, let's
0: uh, get on the main channel
1: though. That, that was fantastic. I think it, yeah, it's I think good it would fly. So Got around the place showing all the bookies that has, that uh, you know,
2: fifty, the odds. 50 the odds. Oh, yeah. it was fantastic. He's yeah. had a big pain point with that for, for oh, many years. it was years. brilliant. Though. <laughs> he hung them. It was <laughs> yeah. fantastic. No, it is good. Yeah, there was a <laughs> there was a few funny
3: faces. In that. <laughs> yeah, there was, um, yeah.
0: Okay, let's move on to this weekend. I've I've, I've had me a little rant. Um, the Lanzarote Hurdle takes place two forty on Saturday, and of course it comes from uh, Kempton, which we were just talking about there. Uh, I have a big outsider in this field, but I'm not even going to mention it until I hear your guys' thoughts on it. Two forty Saturday, Kempton.
2: Yeah, like for, for, as I said, for somebody that that um, that backs a lot of racing and I, I had a look at it. Uh, it's it's not one I'd have a go at. Uh, there's a couple of good ones in it. I think favourites does your dog bite uh, for John Joe O'Neill. Uh, he's on the four-timer yeah um, Gileo at around the 13-2 to two mark mm-hmm. looks a good prospect as well but look it's one to watch for me I don't know whether you might have something else yeah
1: I thought but Gileo has every chance I mean he was sent off 6-1 to one for the Fred Winter uh, Ferguson Yard probably wasn't going that well at the time he's come out for Ben Pauling on his first run he won quite well he's gone up 7 pounds for it but he could be anything that horse really I mean his form for Jim Bulger on the flat was I mean do you know behind Ivanovic Gorbatov etc etc it's not a great race but just for the bet wise if the ground does come up soft to heavy uh, Benny's King impressed me last time at Lingfield he made an absolute really bad mistake when he he let the rest of the field back into it three out but he toughed him out and uh, being from the Venetia Williams yard who won this with Jala last year I think Benny's King will be primed for this has my has one of my favourite jockeys, Liam Treadwell, up on board, and I think he's absolutely every chance, Dean.
0: I was going to say it to you about Liam Treadwell, but you got there. Um, old Guard for me is absolutely yeah crazy a standout price. horse in here. He's twenty-five to one. But there's a lot places. of reason
2: he's that price. If you run around, he shouldn't be should he? No, that's your lap for the weekend, Dean.
0: It, it's definitely an each way pump for the weekend. Okay, um, I can't see how. Yeah, you know they, they dally with what they're going to do with this horse because he kind of just fell below top grade but do you know what in that field my word he does he does stand out i can't see him going off anything like 25 to 1 so um yeah there's method in that madness he's the wrong price sam Twiston will be aboard that for paul nichols he carried top weight but i don't know if, if he's on the going day and if they had any thoughts of targeting this race from anywhere out i think he's got a big big chance um there's a decent contest as well over at Warwick, the Betfred Classic Handicap Chase Grade Three. zobo uh, goes in this, but do you know, what, once once he's he's run fresh, he's never yeah. as good second <laughs> yeah. time round. So, yeah. yeah, I'd would like to say it. I fancy him, but I don't fancy him. What do you guys think of that contest? It's going to be a decent field lineup for it, and I think because if they've had the covers down for a few days, they'll be racing. I
1: have my nap running in this actually. Oh, um I really think Seago's Success is on a really good mark. Uh, he runs up 140 here, which is six. 6 pounds lower than when he went off the 7 to 1 favourite in this race last year and um, he fell after two fences like you know, you just can't hold that against him. Alan King has won two of the last 10 of this he traditionally does target horses at this race. He's Midnight Prayer as well in it but I just think Seagull's success is the one who's well in because Wayne Hutchinson picks him. I mean this time last year Dean um, he beat uh, Strattenhanna uh, Generous Ransom i and forgotten gold in a really hot handicap chase at Doncaster he came here it just didn't happen for him um, he's been quiet since I just think at 14 to 1 Dean off that mark um I really think he's absolutely every chance as long as he stays up. Yeah, good chance. Chris, what do you like?
2: Yeah, I like Doctor Harper here. Yeah. So you unseated when, when he was uh when they were four to one favouring the Kim Moore uh in Cheltenham last year. Yeah. Uh beaten by a nose uh by Troy de Choms in the Bet handicap chase on New year's day. Yeah. Uh, look, I think it's a deserving favour around seven to one, but again, uh, I know it's not that exciting, but uh I am not gonna have a bet here. <laughs> Take a seven to
0: one winner every weekend. I every would single Yeah. Week. I <laughs> would
2: yeah. Um, yeah it, there's a there's a horse in here who
0: Form, I think, stands out as one that probably been missed by the handicapper. He finished third to Pobbles Bay last time at Chepstow. It's Ballycross for Nigel Twist and Davis. He ran a decent race behind Sykes time before that at Chepstow. and he also ran in a Thistlecrack uh, romp where he wasn't really, well, nothing was putting the race against that horse. So I think they've got him on a lovely mark. I'm sure they've targeted this. He's up near the top end of the market as well. Uh, Willie Twist and Davis just back riding over. Uh, jumps and he gets a leg up on that so I'm I'm all over the Sam and Willie double. Very good. Yeah why not um, bit of Twist and Davis love there um, we are head to Ireland as well for a couple of cracking races over the weekend. Punchestown the 210 there on Saturday's the Moscow Flyer novice hurdle. Uh, we mentioned the horse before Crack Mo is engaged in this won't have to take on too much possibly.
1: Yeah, I don't know about that good. I just, this is like you've any second now fair enough won a six to 1 last time but was impressive. very but Dr. Mikey beat Woods well, uh, really well at Cork, and that, that rival came out on New Year's Day and absolutely strolled in in a maiden hurdle. Um, Where's he I, been for three years? Cause he's, he's I don't know, actually, yeah. Colleen <laughs> like, um, like held on last time from Turbojet, the form doesn't look all that strong, but still, he won well. Run for Dave was going to win at Limerick uh, he was going to beat Val de that day he might and he fell to the UK. Is he, does he go for this one or does he go to the UK probably goes for this one he's going for this with Jocked uh, yeah. Up yeah. yeah and then um, do you know like and then you have the uh, Coquan de Anu or whatever the name of the uh, No Mead horse is he beat an odds on William Mullinshot last time so this is a proper test for Crackmom uh, I think he should be good enough if the talk is right but again the likes of Dr. Mark Doctor Mikey will make sure that this is not an easy race for him.
2: Yeah, I suppose um, the race does. Uh, like, crack, how good is Crap Um I don't know. Wh- wh- he needs to improve on, on anyway. Absolutely he needs, to needs to improve from Plan but like all the talk from the Mullins yard is this: this horse is good. Uh, this horse is yeah. really good. Yeah, uh, their best novice is all we've been hearing all year. And exactly, again, we're hearing this, but um, again, uh, third time lucky. Another race to watch for me, I think
0: yeah it's definitely a race to watch for me i yeah. won't like i don't even think it's a betting proposition unless dermo changes my mind no absolutely no better. no okay fair enough fairy house on sunday to dan moore um a race i like actually i don't think the card's ever that strong there but this race stands out for sure So a decent grade a contest Um a few of the old favorites in here and uh chris i know you like bull dark gordon elliott and that man jack is a
2: Yep, um after Dermot's lovely conversation with him um yeah I, I, I like I like Baldark um again like uh, the, the, the the race sounds actually good uh, the race looks like a, like a good one to me but um uh I, I again one to watch for me but uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing to seeing Baldark going again he's around a 4
1: to 1 favorite for the
2: race Dermot.
1: yeah I wouldn't be backing him uh I like the horse I think he's talented I just think he's a bit of a enigma at times um I like a pair Eyes in this. I think he's just a very honest horse who runs well. His duo win was a very good second when unlucky when really just bumping into Unbowo Man, who was so well handicapped. Finished second afterward. Yeah, Again. Nearly. Just, nearly won that. she was really unlucky. Mm. Um, and probably he kicked him for home soon enough as well, I thought. Mm. He was caught rotten, really. Uh, last time in a decent race. Um, in a decent contest. And just, you know, decent price. And uh, I'd probably back him each way, but... It's a race where I would be going against Chris and taking on Baldark as well, but I wouldn't know where to land. Really, I probably would land yeah. on pair of brown eyes. But I yeah. take Baldark
0: on all day. Not a fan of him at all. I think with Houdin. Um, I uh, probably probably Taff and Garrett of People's Park probably, but okay. I like pair of brown eyes. Deserves to win a race of this nature. If to Bob, yeah, he's uh, been taken a
2: good few times. Though.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. one of those. He is. Yeah. Uh, to Bob, if he ever comes back to anything like, oh, I yeah. thought he was. Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if he. was half fancy against Dewan that thing, time, wasn't he? He was. He was a cracking animal, and they have big, big hopes, and it's just gone all. Can happen All wrong. Well, they're not machines. Nope. Um, if he, If he came back, I think People's Park didn't run that bad actually. In the, by Noble Endeavour. Nope. Um, One before that. To remember now, he's back to the probably the right trip for him. So, People's Park maybe. I'd just take on Baldark. I think Baldarks are lay. It's certainly that price that he currently sits at. Um, anything else you want to pick out over the weekend that maybe you'll be having a few quid on it's a quiet enough weekend with that snow threat yeah.
1: Yeah. the weekend I won't be going mad but uh, tomorrow at 1.35 at Punchestown on Saturday it came to pass the uh, horse it was a horse it was a horse I really fancied for the Fox Hunters last year yep. um, fell four out, was still travelling well but they all were um, Paddyborough chased it all went wrong Dean on the Christmas podcast, we agreed that we thought he shouldn't go for that race. It was a bit we too did. soon. He's very inexperienced. Mm. Um, it all happened a bit too quick for him. you
2: right there, guys. Hey? He was
1: pulled up two out. I still think he's really talented. This is an amateur chase. Um, a hunter's chase, basically. And it's um, this is his his level for now. I think he's very good. Um, but if he I doesn't just, win, you'll be disappointed, won't you? I'll be very disappointed,
2: Chip. Yeah. Okay. okay. Chris? Um yeah there's nothing particular standing out for me. It's kind of be the same Saturday and Sunday morning where I get up and and then I'll have a look at my racing post and see Adam try Kirby's writing and see who's Adam Kirby's riding over the weekend. <laughs> uh, yeah, like uh, like I know we laugh about that, but like I'm an absolute massive fan of Adam Kirby um like we're uh, we talking turf and all weather or just mostly on, on all weather now yeah we're we're, well, we're, we're more so on the, I know he's had group 1 winners on, on, on turf I but am. um and obviously he had grandas last year on on the all weather but look I I watch this guy day in day out when he rides um I I'm like working in the industry I watch racing all, all day basically and like every day he's had a rider this year he's had a winner like I know that doesn't sound great or anything but he just has he, that knack he has this knack of basically if he knows he's on a good horse he comes up to the second last or last bend and he just takes lengths out of everything and wins yeah, yeah. Um, and he, he just does it again and again and time after time after time uh, so it'd be, it'd be my situation I never follow a jockey basically for betting but if if, if if I see one that I fancy somewhere and see that he's on its back then it's, it's, it's quids in all aboard! We all all have, aboard! Yeah, yeah, we all have favourites like that. I just,
0: Kurt, Kurt, if I ever going to have a bet on the old weather, and it's very, very rare, very rare, I, I do want him on my side. That is a fact. Um, yep. We do need a nap for the weekend. I can't. I mean, I said like, Seagull success, and it came to pass. Yeah. Well, no,
1: that was the other one I fancy. But I, if Seagull's your nap, Seagull is my nap. Yes,
2: Chris my nap for the weekend is Adam Kirby to have a winner somewhere <laughs>
1: that's, that's the shit nap
2: ever... <laughs> that <laughs> is the, the let's, laziest let's, let's, let's look oh. at, let's look back at this th- statistically for the Oops. year like every day, Reed, every, every day I enjoyed Chris Reid because he me back every day he has a run he has a winner uh, whether I'm making profit off that or not oh my uh, god but no I am I am looking forward to seeing Cracked got that. Momes is now for
0: the weekend. I am yeah. going for the Twist and Davies double. I don't, I don't do naps because I never win. So I, I'll just okay. throw up the, the old Twist and Davies, Willie and Sam, to take those two big races. Um, it's been a pleasure to have Chris. Well, until he napped Adam Kirby to have yeah. the yeah. and Demo um, in on the podcast this week. You've been listening to the race hour hosted by our friends at BetBright. We're going to play out with the Don, of course.
4: I'm on the Don. Jack Adam. Don Cossack on the outside makes all those three in line. They're followed by Q Card as Wakening is the joint bolster. They're racing round the home turn now. And it's on the inside, Road to Riches. Jack Adam in the centre. Don Cossack is not out of it a length behind. And then a bit of a break to Q Card as they straighten up for the final two fences. And in the centre is Jack Adam and Ruby Walsh. On the far side, Road to Riches, Brian Cooper. Near side is Don Cossack and Paul Carbury the second last three in line they're on the run of the final fins Card is in fourth it's Adam. a follower of the joint poster. and on the near side Don Kozak laying down a serious challenge now to Jack Adeb. and over the last the leader is Don Kozak and Paul Carberry running up towards the finish and Don Kozak is striding away with the baby financial services Ireland punches down Gold Cup. He's been a revelation this season. Don Colcach for Paul Carberry, Gordon Elliott, and Jigginstown. Yeah.